Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I don't know how she says this. I liked the way you said it, but just more energy. I am a dude. I am a hunky dude. I'm a badass hunky dude. You're listening to Bandwagons. Tell you what, it does make a difference recording from a chair. I was going to say, this is some wonders for your, your spine. Or your, I was going to say chiropracy, but that's not the word. Chiro. Yeah, I wonder. So I got, um, I didn't get a bed desk. I probably will eventually get a bed desk, but I got like a new kind of collapsing desk for my window to record on and do makeup on. What's your chair situation? And that's where I'm recording from now. Can you not see? It's like my... Oh, it's a desk chair. Yeah, mom was... Because the desk is kind of high. Mom was like, you're going to need an adjustable chair. So yeah. this is just the one work gave me. Now, Whiskey used to sleep on this. So to clean it, um, she doesn't sleep there anymore for some reason. Um, and the other day I was doing my makeup and I left my eyelash glue on the seat and sat in it. So now there's eyelash glue all over. How long were you stuck for? <laughs> all over my arse. I was like, why is it so sticky? Eyelash glue. I just love the, like, the image of you standing up in the chair coming with you. But like, it's only it eyelash just, glue. Yeah, but it was just like, <laughs> like there was like a, there was a moment Aww. of not coming away from the chair for sure. Is it all over your clothes? See, it was on my tracksuit pants, but I went out to the shop today wearing the tracksuit pants and I couldn't find them. So I was like, oh, it's fine. So I went out in them, but... Because I thought it was very prominently on my arse, but it must not have been. Okay. Um, prominently so, yeah. on my arse, a memoir. By... Prominently on my arse, the Fanula Jones story. Um, welcome back to the Patreon. Uh, sorry for the delay on this episode. Uh, calamity of errors, Easter weekend. Hope you had a lovely one. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, we asked people for suggestions because so we were when we were initially joking about it because we've done a theme for the last few ones like obviously like February was Valentine's like rom-coms and then March was like Irish movies yeah um, and then April we were like Easter movies and then Breed was like I don't want to sit in my room and watch Passion of the Christ and I was like you know what that's <laughs> That's pretty fair. And then there were other ones suggested like Peter Rabbit. I I have no interest in watching Hop and talking about it for an hour. And I don't think anyone else really wants to hear it either. Watership Down? Depressing. Um, Nula had another suggestion though where she wanted us to do, to get high and do uh, some sort of 420 movie. Yeah. Which like... Well, was, actually, sorry, I don't, uh, this I was, was suggested by a patron. This was suggested by Carrie McIntyre, so I do want to give her credit for that. Um, Breed is afraid of law enforcement. Um, not that afraid. <laughs> not that afraid, but... Um, I just don't want to do anything illegal and, and publish it. Yeah, but like, it's behind a paywall. The guards won't pay for that, allegedly. No, but there's nothing but rats and snakes in this town. <laughs> on, this, on this Patreon, is it? <laughs> Yeah. We could stay, if anyone has like suggestions for 420 movies, we could watch them and be like and get drunk and watch them. I'm not yeah. sure if it'll be the same thing, but um, my brother has a uh, suggestions melatonin. melatonin. My brother, anyway, I came home. Um, my whole family is back in Wexford for the foreseeables because of family issues. I got tested before I came home, but just in case you're wondering, that's what the delay was over the weekend. We've got a lot of shit going on, but my brother is home and has these melatonin gummies, so maybe we could take. Um, a melatonin gummy and just get real sleepy with it 
I don't really I don't really think it's the same thing oh it's not I was just like I he's like sometimes I have a gummy sometimes I have half a gummy and we were just like they they literally relax you into sleep like they're you can't uh like I think he looked up what like what's the worst thing you can happen if you take a whole load of them and there was studies of like children who had taken a load of them and just like fell asleep for a couple of hours like they were absolutely fine there's nothing like can go wrong which sounds yeah, like my no, kind of need gummy. um what I feel like there was a big thing on TikTok about people taking or eating some spice and if you eat enough of it it like makes you hallucinate so maybe I might look into that because I'm pretty sure Paprika, that's legal. isn't it I don't know if it's paprika, actually. It's the cinnamon challenge. No, it's not the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> You're Spice a few years behind on that one. That gets you high. Me and Fanuta went through a phase. I don't think, I don't know if you did the cinnamon challenge, but I definitely didn't. But I, we went through a couple of months where, not make, where not we make. could convince Sorry. people to do the cinnamon challenge in our company and we just like watched them and laugh, but we never had to do it. Yeah. Um, we're not condoning the use of nutmeg to get high. I'm just saying that that was a thing um, that was on TikTok because there's like a there's something in it. I don't think I'd want to hallucinate. Myristicin, it's a compound found naturally in the essential oils of certain plants, such as parsley, dill, and nutmeg. Um, in the human body, the breakdown of myristicin produces a compound that affects the sympathetic nervous system. Yeah, maybe we won't be at that. Um, Actually, so, yeah, this, this, um, the more I'm reading it, just sounds like people are having an absolutely bad time. An extremely dry mouth. Yeah, we don't want that. Imagine having uh, an extremely dry mouth trying to review movies. No way. Anyway, not, not. or whatever else we do. Anyway, we are on, you are listening to the Patreon. Um, and as I said, we put it out to people to vote for a few movies. There's a few that came in a couple of times, but the one that uh, appealed to myself and breed most was the classic, She's the Man. Like, Amanda Bynes has no business being this funny. No, what definitely. a great comedy actress. It's really shit the way everything went. Like, you know, yeah, I was just having a Google there. And I think the Guardian, I, this has happened a couple of times now where I don't know which of our little spies works for the Guardian. But a week before we pick a movie, the Guardian has done an article on it. I don't know. Guardian writers just have re- they're because they're doing a series at the minute that's about like movies that were panned and it, the pieces are like trying to be like justice for X movie. So yeah, they that's did one what, on PS I Love You. They did one yeah. on this as well. Last week. I saw rats. I know. We're on the Maybe same wavelength we, as them though. Is that good? They're going to say we're copying them. Yeah. I was Hater, haters will say we copy the Guardian. Um, how much did this get on Rotten Tomatoes? Because I know you have it. I do. Um, a big whopping 43%. Which is not enough. Better, not, not enough. So I, I don't remember when I was. I remember seeing the ads for this when it came out in cinema. Yeah. Or like, the, do you know, like the ads for it on TV? What year? For being in cinema. I'm going to bring up the... Um, I can't remember when I first watched it, but upon a second rewatch, or whatever number this is, to be honest, but like upon a recent rewatch, I would say very enjoyable. Um, not massively problematic, I thought. Yeah, I was, when I was going into it, I was like, this is going to have dated so badly, but it actually, it didn't. It didn't make me cringe. Yeah, um, probably not as probably not as funny as I like. I I would say I laughed genuinely like three times. I think I find these funnier the older I get. Yeah, like, I I was trying to convince my sister to watch it with me, and I was like, it's so funny. Like, there's this whole thing about tampons. And she was like, talk to me. About yeah, the I remember tampons. the tampon thing was like, when we were that age, we were like, ah, oh my God, they're putting them up their noses. It's still but so like, funny. Yeah, no, they, so what I got for me was, it would have been the the cat fight in... The bathroom. at the, at the the In the bathroom. And there were, when were the other two moments? I can't remember. That says it all now, really, doesn't it? But Yeah. Oh, definitely not an, it's not an excellent film, but I did, I do enjoy it and I did laugh. But it was, yeah, but it was like, I wasn't like this was bad or like this was a waste of time. It was one of those ones where I'm like, you know what? I'm glad the patrons picked this this week because it was good. Like, it's yeah, good, like, feel easy good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought so. I what f- is it about for anyone who has never watched before in so, a in a succinct as way as possible? Because we're going to get into our notes, obviously. Okay. So this is a film called She's the Man. It's based on um, a Shakespeare play 
called this is this is what I didn't realize it's the I had no idea about this no like, that's mad yeah it's from the same writers as um what is it what I like about you no what the fuck's it called let me find it oh she's done lo- your one who's did it is done loads of stuff she's done like Legally Blonde yeah it's very but the or, but she's like the screenwriter I think she did another one of a, like a Shakespeare adaptation, but it, that ended up being like a Whopper film as well. Oh, what is it now? Where is it? Do, do, do. Mm, I'm never going to find so it. So Andy Fickman was the director, but... The co-writers I'm looking for. Co-writers, Karen McCullough Lutz and Kirsten Smith. Kirsten Smith, yeah. Had already primed this audience for more palpable feminist messaging with their acclaimed 1999 adaptation of The Taming of the Shrew, 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. They so did Ella Enchanted, The House Bunny. Oh, sorry, this might just be Callum McCullough, but she did. Well, I think she had Legally Blonde with the other gal, Ella Enchanted, um, and then she herself did The House Bunny, which is very good. The Ugly Truth, which is fucking Dog terrible. shit. We turned Dog off. Shit. Dog we shit. Halfway movie. through. Um, we turned nothing off. What else? Kind of no, Crazy All Kind of Love came out in 2013. Not familiar with it. Um, and then Party Girls is upcoming and something else called Hope. I feel like it's a Netflix rom com with uh, with Aubrey Plaza. So I that sounds like it could be good. I wouldn't be surprised if these were like the same gals behind a Cinderella story and all. It's all very much that vibe, but they're probably not. They're not the same girls, no. But it is that vibe. It is of that time, like yeah. So it's about. Sorry, I just got like a needle in my toe or something. I got it in there. Sorry, it wasn't like a needle, but it was like a splinter. <sighs> Jesus, um, a needle in my toe. <laughs> <Paid> dramatic. <laughs> uh, so Amanda Bynes plays Viola, and she is a young gal who just loves to play soccer. And her her high school decide that women don't deserve soccer, so they cut the female soccer team. Which well, like, sorry, that that's a bit of it. That's a bit of a stretch, now, Brady, isn't it? I think it was budget. I don't think it was. It was like, budget. It was budget, but they were they kept the men's and they cut the. Women. It was budget tinged with anti feminism, but I would say. They were yeah. like, and they wouldn't let the girls play for the boys team. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. As well. Yeah, so Amanda's like fucking raging about this. And um, so she, got her boyfriend, there's this whole thing with her boyfriend and her boyfriend's like, uh, like when they're alone, he's like, you're a better soccer player than half the guys on the team. And then like in front of the team, he's like, no way could girls play on the men's soccer team. Like we're so much better and blah, blah, blah. So then she dumps her boyfriend. She's like all mad. Turns out she has a twin brother who's a bit of a rebel called Sebastian. He's a musician. And the same day she gets home, he's like, listen, he he had been kicked out of her school and um, enrolled in another school nearby and hadn't started yet. So he the day she gets home, he's like, listen, I'm off to London. Will you just ring the new school and tell them I have like mad cow disease or something and I'll be there in three weeks, whatever. So his band was like going to play at a festival over there. Yeah, something they were like after that. getting this slot. So he was like, Bye, I'm gone for two weeks. I need you to sort this out while I'm gone. Yeah, a lot to ask of your sister, I think. And also to not let on to their parents because their parents are divorced. So she was. And don't see. So there was that whole dynamic as well. Yeah, yeah. So weird. Yeah, this whole thing is really about child neglect, isn't it? Really yeah, definitely, an, definitely another theme that yeah. might not have been explored before now. So um, Viola has like this great idea where she's like, I'm going to go to this new school that my brother's enrolled in. They're supposed to be playing the my school in a, two weeks. I'm going to go there. I'm going to enroll as a boy and I'm going to prove to everyone that girls can play soccer just as good as boys. And I'm going to pretend that I'm my brother for two weeks just so I can beat the team that wouldn't let me play for them. Basically, isn't it? Basically, yeah. And then there's hijinks along the way. Yeah, she has like, everyone has that uh, hairdresser friend who will absolutely do you up Mrs. Doubtfire style in whatever wig and prosthetics you Paul, need. Paul, every good movie has a makeover scene, I've decided. Yeah. Like that kind of like, there's music playing in the background, they're trying on mustaches and they're like, Haha, no, like, yeah. like, otherwise it's not a movie in my opinion. Yeah. What was, what was the crack with the two other friends though? Yeah, two, I was really thinking about the fight. end. They just like appeared at the start and appeared at the end. But they absolutely were, kind of no other, like like some moral support, but like they were not a lot of dialogue. Yeah, I don't know if they were like helping her out by like keeping keeping the school off her back that she actually was enrolled in or something, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. They were definitely helping her out like along the way somehow. There's so many characters in this. It's kind of, it gets confusing. So there's like Viola, her ex-boyfriend, her twin brother and his ex-girlfriend. Then there's Monique. 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 What, Monique. Is her, what, is, what is her boyfriend's name? Scott or something. 
uh travis no i just made that up who cares some generic some chad name do you know what i loved is that uh channing tatum's in this i totally forgot and then her ex-boyfriend is uh justin played by robert hoffman he's like the channing tatum character in step up two like him and channing tatum are the same person Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're both in Step Up in like separate. Oh, movies. So, sorry. Actually, before we go any further to this, I I, I want to introduce a new segment, and it's called segment segment. Yeah, and it's called uh, three degree. I can't fucking speak today. Sorry, <laughs> three degree. <laughs> my orders are just like not working for today. Okay, so it's three degrees of separation from Mika. Do you remember the opening track to this movie? The opening track to this movie was... Do you know the uh, scene? They're all like, they're yeah. playing soccer and it's their first yes, introduction. Yes, I do. I do. Because it's in another film. It's Dirty Little Secret. No, that's at the end. Dirty, oh. Great soundtrack. We will get to that as well. The opening track is from a band called The Faders. They're like a British female pop rock band. It's called No Sleep Tonight. Got this feeling. Yes. That's in so many movies, I feel like. Is it? Is it in like uh, a yes. Barry Kate Ashley film or something? I'd believe it, yeah. Um, I remember reading about them in like uh, Smash Hits and being like, these guys are going to be the next big thing. They were not. Um, okay, so they, they're the opening track. Um, the members of that band are Toy Valentine, Molly Lorraine. Toy Valentine Therese, is the best name I've ever heard. And Therese Osei. Therese Osei joined the Swedish band Kaleza um, before going on to play with Mika. So there you go. Incredible. That's only like one we degree need, separation. We need to like, uh, like everything we do uh, from now on. Yeah. Oh, my mic has switched. Sorry, give me one sec. It did, but it's back. Let me switch for a second. We're back. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we should do that. We should keep that up. Anyway, sorry. What were you saying? So, yeah, I've seen how many characters are in this film. So there's like Viola, her ex-boyfriend, Sebastian, his ex-girlfriend, Monique, who has, dare I say it, the best hair I've ever seen. Very TikTok friendly hair these days. Yeah, very very of the time now, I would say. Yeah, I love it. And then there's Channing Tatum, who's like the roommate in the new school, who like becomes the love interest or whatever. Then there's the principal. Uh, there's the principal. Yeah, there's her mom. There's the, the coach. The coach. Jones. Yeah, the nerdy girl. The Eunice. other the other two lad friends that are on the soccer team. Do you know, there's so, like, yeah. so many, a lot, of, a lot of balls in the air. Lock one on. Literally. One on. Um, my first note here, um, we talked about the boyfriend at the start. Um, and I wrote down, boyfriend is a gaslighter because he is. Yeah. He's a bad man. Yeah. Um, but also that line where she, he's like, end of discussion. And she's like, fine. End of relationship. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big, like, not meme, but like on Tumblr and like early internet days, it was like, very very viral being like this was the moment she's an icon she's a legend yeah what a feminist what a feminist yeah there were parts um, of this movie where i was like i just remember seeing this in the ad and i think that might be no maybe that wasn't the bit the bit where viola as sebastian gets kicked in the walls has, yes. been, like, la- has been laser beamed into my frontal lobe. yes like, and she's like oh pretending to be sore oh it burns whatever i do remember that scene being longer I feel like some of the scenes were like caught on YouTube. Did you find that? There probably is. That, yeah, there's probably, I think on the DVD you get bonus scenes, which is just. Potentially, yeah. Potential, um, potential, potential. This movie grossed 57.2 million. Yeah. That's the budget. Fi- the budget was 20 million. It's pretty decent. Pretty decent return on investment there. That's loads. Yeah. It's more than me or you have. Although the film received mixed reviews from critics, Bynes performance was praised and rightly so. Um, I actually wrote down Amanda Bynes for Bridgerton. You know, this whole like sub, not subcategory, like subplot of her trying to be like in high society because her mom goes to a country club. Yeah. What happens at a country club? Can you ask Ariana that? Uh, Kenneth was in a club for a while. Um, What goes on? It wasn't a country club though. It was like in Chicago City and he brought... Me and Miho for a look at it when we were over there. Um, and he was just like, Oh, this is the club, you know, this is like the rooftop bar, and we got like oysters and stuff. And then he was like showing us the bathrooms, and like you go in, and there was like in the girls' bathroom, there was just like baskets of like free tampons and combs and stuff. <laughs> and I just started like obviously just like putting them in my pockets. <laughs> and he was just like, No, like if 
it was it was bad you like they're just there for the members obviously because you pay such a high fee you want to have like a comb to do your hair when you get out of the pool or whatever oh, yeah, i have no actually, idea yeah. but i was just like oh my god anyone who's been to a country club message us please I, I like what the crack is. on gilmore girls they go and they play golf and you have lunch and all but it's only like it's exclusive and it's a leash so you're only having you're only like rich people yeah circle running people with the same circles as you rich people playground um this was my first encounter of Channing Tatum because I think Step Up was out at this point but I hadn't seen Mm. Step Up he's only 26 Step Up was a big thing in my school he uh, he looks like and this is going to sound mean I don't mean it in a way but he looks permanently like grown he looks permanently 40 no he doesn't look 40 35 35 yeah okay yeah do you know he just looks like a man permanently yeah did you see that tiktok where it's like you're either um ugly pretty or pretty ugly or just like pretty do you know what i mean like with yeah, ce- I when it comes to celebrities and i think channing tatum was one of the like ugly good looking people no i feel like a lot of people would dispute that oh yeah no absolutely but like the who was like taylor lautner ugly good looking Christ that's so harsh Yeah But like the people That were like Aesthetically good looking Were like Totally symmetrical Like Ken dolls I'm trying to think of Who they oh, give examples okay Like going purely on like purely Basically on... actually How your face is made up Yeah Okay Um. Interesting yeah. I'll try to find it I never got the Channing Tatum thing When I was younger Again because I think I wanted to be Hashtag not like other girls Um. And it was only when I kind of watched Magic Mike, I was like, "It's the broody, it's the broody mystery thing." Like, but he's so, he is such a comedy actor as well, you know. Like he's oh, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, I'd rather watch him. My be name is Jeff. Funny, do you know? Then do any other kind of role. Do you know what? Actually, do you know what? This just what's that? Fox Foxcatcher. He's incredible in that. Like, I either want him to be do like prestige dramas. You know the one he did with like Steve Carell and it's about that Olympic? Fox I, Tango. No, Tango Fox, Fox Catcher, not Fox Tango. Fox Catcher. Tango Fox Trot. No, Google Fox Catcher now. And you know what I mean? But I want to see him, like for anyone listening, I either want to see him do like really, like really funny or like those prestige kind of dramas. Because like, I don't want any more action. I don't want any more. Yeah, well, I've actually Magic that. Mike. Yeah, give me however many more Magic Mikes there are. Um, Sorry, I want to do Magic Mike for Movie Club and you laughed at my face. The, so, okay, so the issue with Magic Mike, though, is, is that tonally, it has no idea what it wants to be. Like, visually, it's there's Yeah, there's no plot. Appealing. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's not even, like, there is a plot, but it's like, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? It's not really either. I would watch it, though. Sorry, I take that back. Again, I think maybe I was being a bit hashtag not like other girls when I said no to that, but... yeah. Like who? What's your man in I that? Feel like play I Superman like as well. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. He's pretty. He's like pretty, pretty. Okay, you're still thinking about who's pretty and who's ugly, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, Michael B. Jordan, pretty, pretty. Yeah. Yeah, but like, uh, this oh, feels mean. I don't like this. No, it's not mean because they're all insanely good looking. But it's like when you, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't either. You need to find that TikTok. Maybe yeah. The, you yeah. Okay. Back up what you're we saying. Stop uh, objectifying men on this podcast before we need people to start to complain. Everyone. Yeah. Actually, no. I think we're allowed to do it because they've objectified us for so long. Not us specifically, because we're gross trash monsters. <laughs> not you. <laughs> sorry. Not me. You've a great personality. <laughs> great personality. No, I just don't. Breed gesture that our titties there. And when you say I great forgot. personality, that's what you mean. No, you're good looking as well. I just meant me. Like, look at me. I'm look like fucking creature from the blue lagoon. Okay, sorry. Don't make fun All of me. All we need is the hairdresser. I just meant this sweat. All we need is the hairdressers to be open and we are back to te- solid tens. No, my no, my hair is actually fine. I just need like, <laughs> like a, I need a full okay, body scour. I need whatever is whatever they do with the Hunger Games. I think I've talked about this before, but I just need that every day where they like they just scrub fully it. scrub you down, exfoliate, disinfect you, de-smell you. I need that every single fucking day of my life because I'm just too, <laughs> like I love it, but I'm just so lazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to she's a man. Um, forgot that Vinnie Jones and Shava Cross were were, were in this. Who's David like Cross? I completely for us. So David Cross is... He's the first coach. Got, 
No, he's the guy who plays the principal. Oh, yeah, I love him. What else he's is he He's very in? good he... in this role. I like him. He's in Arrested Development. That's probably like the, the biggest thing he'd be known for. David Cross, give me a look here now. Um, is he's, he reminds me of the guy in Community. Yes, yeah, I've kind of the same vibes. They, they look quite similar as well. They're both bald enough glasses. Oh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I forgot I need to I forgot I need to say this in terms you understand. No, I know arrested development, but um he's the evil guy in Alvin and the Chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bad guy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um Vinnie Jones, I think, is great in this. Yeah. Uh, inclusive King. We don't discriminate against gender. Yes. Yeah. We said three cheers for feminism. It's mad that he's in this. I was like looking at it being like, there's Vinnie Jones standing beside Channing Tatum. And well, then, he's like, done. Last year he was on X Factor. Like it's just mad. I completely forgot he was on X Factor. He's done like. It's a bit sad. I wonder if we're related. He's done um, he's done a good bit he's of from acting. Like, no, he's not from Carlo. Well, you're probably not related. Then. Um, You never know. Like, you know, he's just, done you'd... like. He's done a lot of like these kind of violent criminal movies. He's like, oh, yeah, it was in X Men: The Last Stand, which I didn't know. Um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, what's the one? Mean snatch? Machine, snatch? Gone in 60 Seconds, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He's done a lot. Yeah. I actually have never seen a proper one of his films, I don't think. I don't think I have either. I don't think they would have been. He was on Saturday Big Brother as well. Forgot was that. he? Yeah. Good for him. Um, No, I think he had a bad old time in there. He was booed coming out like. Oh, was I don't really remember this, but just from the. I don't remember that at all. In the UK or the US? The UK. Celebrity Big Brother 7 in 2010. Who else was on it? Let's have a look here. Here are my chairs. I swear I'm not farting. I'm in the leather leather chair wearing jeans. I can, but I'm not sure. So it was Alex Reed, Dane Bowers, Heidi Fleece, Ivana Trump, uh, Jonas Altberg, Katia Ivanova, Lady Sovereign, Cisco, Nicola Tappadon. Stephanie Beecham, Stephen Baldwin, Vinnie Jones. I was only thinking about Stephen Baldwin today. <laughs> Were you, yeah? <laughs> yeah, and it, like in the Big Brother context. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I remember Dane Bowers and I remember Stephen Baldwin. I don't remember any of the gals. Was Katie Price in that year, no? No. No. Kerry Katona was supposed to be in it. Oh, sorry. You know why he got in trouble? Um, he... Uh, he was a bit a. Uh, he said something which I'm not going to repeat, but you can look it up on uh, the Celebrity Big Brother Seven Wikipedia, um, and I will, I'll talk about it off mic. But like it's a, a lot of ableism, not great. So I think that could have been why things went badly for him towards the end. But anyway, yeah, Kerry Katona was supposed to be in the series, Bart may as well. But then she, she came ever in the following it? series. Yeah, oh, yeah, she came in when it moved to Channel Five. Um, anyway, Vinny Jones do like him. I said some shitty shit though over the years um i wrote down men are freaks then just copy and paste that onto every document yeah then i wrote down justice for justine who the fuck was justine again i have no idea <laughs> I have the no girl idea. the uh, the girl who was like interested in sebastian and they were matched up as lab partners was that it yeah oh maybe yeah hang on i have the wikipedia here justine Justine. No, sorry, Justine. Olivia was that girl. Justine. Justine. So who the fuck is Justine then? Justin, do you mean? 
There wasn't a Justin Steve. and a Justine in this. I think there could have been. Justine, she's the man. I don't. I, I think you. It was you misspelled Justin, but I don't know why. You well, I definitely didn't Justin. mean justice for Justin because he's a rap bastard. You probably meant yeah, Olivia. Probably meant Olivia. Sorry. Another thing I wrote down: kissing boots, problematic. What? Yeah. What the hell? Absolutely full on shifting people for a pen. Really strange. Really, really strange. Do you know what? I do enjoy a kissing boot. Um, when it's a dog at them, I'll electric me. Did they actually do that? Yeah, do you remember we got it when we went uh, with Ashing and Ashing is a photo of her with that small dog. Oh, place. yeah. That's, you're not obviously going to full on shift the dog. Like, no, you that, you, that's not recommended. You give it a rope and you give it like a kiss in the head or whatever. I don't know. Pay money goes to a charity. Otherwise, though, like I don't know how they were fucking allowed. Yeah, no, I did the dog did licks yet. Did you watch the... Did you watch the Kissing Booth on Netflix? Yeah, dog shit. But Both that, of them. Like, but what's the fucking plot there? With re- with respect to the kissing booth, I don't care about any of the characters. Isn't it? How does the kissing booth come into it? The kissing booth is when she falls for her best friend's older brother. I think it's Joey King, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think they kiss at the kissing booth or something, and that's how it all kicks off. Right. Okay. Like, oh, it's, it's not clearly it's... had a large impact on you. No, it's dog shit. It was really, really bad. Um, so then, uh, then I had great soundtrack. You have the likes of the Veronicas. We already mentioned All American Rejects. What? The, what is it untouched? No. Uh, Forever. Oh. It's on. It's it, the scene where she's like going around the carnival trying to go Change as clothes. Sebastian and Viola. Do you know what I didn't understand private. about that was why she had to be dressed as Sebastian at all? She didn't. Because like they she... were both supposed to be there. Yeah, but she didn't. Like uh, she didn't like have to. What's the word? Like she didn't have to present to her. She didn't present to her mom as Sebastian and her mom was the one who was looking for Sebastian. Very true. So like she- No, but you know what? He had said, had he said to Channing Tatum's character that he was going to be there as well? Do you remember yeah. she'd rang, she'd rang or she'd left the voicemail being like, Sebastian, you and Viola both need to be here. He said to be here. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I don't have time. Like I need to practice my soccer. And Channing Tatum was like, oh no, like I'm going as well. Like to pay in the hole, but like we grand. Okay, that makes sense. So maybe that was it. That's another movie trope that I love and I feel like you know it's going to be a good movie is when they have to be like two people at once. And Hannah like Montana. A la yeah. Hannah Montana in the, a la Hannah Montana, yeah. in the spinning doors. Yeah. Um, I'm having the lobster. Um, and then I did write down the two friends did not get enough clout. Always there, always helping her. Yeah, not even so much as a thank you. Um, How boring does your own life have to be that you're willing to give up your Saturday to like, uh, what's the word? Like intercede like people at this carnival for your friend who's pretending to be her brother. Mm. <laughs> just actively. actually, like, They are clearly not at anything. They're just like text, like uh, like Viola is desperately texting them being like, I need you to come down. They're like, all right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, the fashion is very enjoyable in this, I think. It's not like, do you know that dress that she wears to the... Cotillion thing? Yeah, like the, the final dress that she wears and then that white dress. Yes, that white enjoyable. dress. That white dress is very Amanda Bynes because she wears a very similar silhouette. Now, I don't know much about fashion girlies, but she wore a very similar silhouette at the end of Hairspray. Um, Like, I went, the minute I saw that dress, I was like, this is the exact same dress, bar like a few minor things yeah. uh, that she wears for the You Can't Stop the Beat. But you know the way some of those naughty movies, like the naughty, it's not naughty. That's a different category. Um, <laughs> like some of them are very, so they make it cringe. You know what I mean? We talk about how badly they date or whatever. And now, sorry, there are a couple of things like Monique has a belt over a t-shirt right on her hips moment that I was like physically Bring that wild back. at. No, desperate. Yeah. Trying to take them also has this jacket, this like vintage like motorcycle I think it's like Ducati and it's like leather that would fetch a pretty penny on Depop these days I'll tell you that now yeah very 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 stylish um what was I watching oh we watched uh Back to the Future the other night and the fashion was like it's fully it's fully a full circle moment between Michael J Fox and my sister's wardrobe no I'd never seen either and I went to bed halfway through but I will go back and finish it because it was good which is it was nice. so good you went to that halfway through. I was it was just like one in the morning. And I was like, I cannot concentrate on this anymore. Oh yeah, no fair. Um 
another point that I made, Olivia is a dunce not making the connection that Viola was Sebastian's sister. I think this was post the kissing booth thing. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't get right is, and I know it's- And also they have the same face. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just don't get, but they don't know in so many other ways. And I know it's not supposed to be plausible. And I know the whole thing with the lads in the school, like it was easier for them to leave because they never met the original Sebastian. And I suppose neither did Olivia. But like, I don't know. Like I was just, I was scratching my head a bit there where I'm like, if you put even 20% of your brain to work, you'd figure out that something wasn't right here. Yeah, no, like I I don't blame them for believing that she was Sebastian because she did an excellent job. But when the real Sebastian showed up and they were just like, oh, there's Sebastian. They should have been like, who is that man? Yeah. Because he didn't look anything like her. And she's the only Sebastian they've ever known. Another thing that I had written down was, you know, the way Viola's whole excuse was that Monique was like giving her grinds on how to be yeah. like a, a laddish lady. How did that not come up in conversation with her man? Like, how is, like, sh- like do you know what I mean? How, I, how would Monique I, not rat her, like, accidentally rat her out? Or how would her mom not investigated that more to be like? I don't think her parents love her. <laughs> Genuinely. I don't think the parents the love her. The, the parents have fully no in. interest in these kids. I'd say the dad is another family. He's like, <laughs> we're going to dad's for two weeks. And the mom's like, grand. Grand, oh. don't even text me. Don't even talk to me. Just be with your dad. Like, yeah. And then, and then the whole thing with the parents getting back together at the end. So bizarre. Do they? Yeah. Have I stopped watching then at that point? When did that happen? They all started, like, they started kissing. On, they sat beside each other at the match. And then when they came down to like, talk to the kids after they were like well that's more nudity than I've ever seen in a soccer game or whatever um and then they were like the dad was like maybe I should get your number and all about the parents or they were like maybe we should go out as a family and talk about this for dinner over dinner and they're like yeah just tomorrow work for everyone and then the dad is like to the mom maybe I should get your number and we can like sort it out and I'm like you share twins like how how much do you hate each other? Some, like you don't even something desperate happened there. Something yeah. really, really bad happened. But not that bad because the minute they saw each other, they were like, let's get back together. So I've no horny. idea what went on there. Horny, horny, horny. Desperation. Um, Sebastian, right? Terrible person. Yeah. Like terrible. I not like, him a bit. <laughs> of course you would. Uh, Monique, not a great person either. Like in that sense, they are match made in heaven. But like this whole, do you Monique know what I mean? Like, that bad. No, but you know, the, okay, okay, irritating. I don't think she's fundamentally evil or like a terrible person. Why I think Sebastian is a terrible person is like one, putting this all on Viola. Two, you know, there's a bit where she he leaves a voicemail for Monique and is like, yeah, I don't know if I, Viola, I don't know if Viola told you, but like I'm gone to London for two weeks and then we, you when we get back, we need to talk. Why the fuck didn't you tell her you absolutely you imagine you know? Even if you were planning to bring you being like, or do you, can you imagine Keen ringing you being like, listen, I don't know if your sister told you, told you, or if my sister told you, but I've been in fucking Spain for the last two weeks. I'd be like, are you on drugs? Like, you could have. <laughs> it's so strange. I, honestly. Really, really strange. Um, I also wrote down Eunice, queen of everything. Now, this, I think, was before the scene where she was like really creepy and weird with Sebastian and had made cupcakes. Do you know when, Seba- when Viola wakes up as Sebastian in the room that like Eunice has brought her to because she's oh, yeah. after being kicked out and she, she's like, I made you breakfast and it's like a full cupcake. and it's That a, woman it's is 43 now. What the hell? Stop. Eunice. Yeah, she's gorge. What well, in fairness, how long ago was 2006? Do I want to 15 years. Oh, she's 28. Jesus Christ. Um, I, I was going to say something else there and it's kind of tough. Oh, Eunice, you were talking about Eunice. Um, it's nice that her and the other friend get back together in the end. Like, yeah, there was one together. The, the friend that kind of reminded me of Shangela. I don't know why. Same. I don't know why either. I kind of, I don't know. Just the stuff he said. Fair. Um. I sorry, you know the whole bit on the on the pitch where Viola like reveals everything to Shannon Town's character. And then like, there's this kind of moment of silence and he's like, it's like coach says every game. And then it's like all that shit about greatness. And it's like, some some are born with greatness. Some have greatness thrust upon them. And it like kind of has nothing really to do with the fact that Viola has just been like, yeah, I fully, I've fully been pretending to my brother all this time. Like unlucky. Yeah. I can't that imagine. incredibly strange. Like I can't... it was like, 
Yeah. If one of my housemates turned around tomorrow and said, listen, I'm actually, I've been pretending to be my sister this whole time. I'm actually a lad and I fancy you. I would not be like, okay, like, let's it's go. All- it's so weird. Like, it's just the, di- like, what's the word? You can't, it must be so hard to separate. I don't know. I love how her whole point was like, no, I didn't betray you. I didn't shift your one, Olivia. It was actually my brother who I've been pretending to be and I've been secretly living as for the last, like, that's a bigger betrayal. Mm. That's a much bigger betrayal. Channing has some weird fucking issues going on there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have some trivia bits. Will I see if something good? Yeah, give me the trivia. I did see a few of the people that were like in the mix to be cast in the roles, which I thought was interesting. I'm sure you have. Oh, that. no, I don't. Show me. Tell me. Um, so I think Brittany Snow was in line. Let me look this up. She's again. good. I don't know if she would have had the physical comedy for it. Um, and who was the other one? Jared Padalecki? Yeah, from Gilmore Girls. But he just, he just signed up to do Supernatural. So like there was no way he could do them both, I think. Yeah, um, I could see him. Let me. I love her trivia, and I'll just I'll bring that up. In okay, a sec, just to see if the, I think there were a few other names that came up. Um. So Amanda Bynes said she fought for Channing Tatum to be cast in this movie. Oh Jesus Christ! Sorry, this just played out loud. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh my God! Stop. Rock on, dudes. Okay, sorry, I muted this. I just carry on. Amanda Bynes said, I totally fought for Channing to get cast in that movie because he wasn't famous yet. She said, he'd just done a Mountain Dew commercial and I was like, that guy's a star. Every girl will love him. But the producers were like, he's so much older than all of you. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Trust me. So we can, we have some Amanda Bynes to thank for Channing Tatum, apparently. Thanks, Amanda Bynes. Um, the reason why Brittany Snow couldn't do it um, was because she just signed up to do John Tucker Must Die. Oh, which is another movie. A better fit for her. A better, much better fit. Uh, well, sorry. Prior to he had he done Coach Carter as well. Prior to this, a great movie. No, it was a, a, a pretty big role. movie as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a small role. I I had forgotten this. I'm only just reading this now, but um, I've watched it in a while. But yeah, I remember him being in it now. Um, the actresses in the bathroom fight scene did some of their own stunts. Right. As much as we had our three wonderful stunt actresses there too, when you see the cut of the movie, it's a lot of our girls pounding each other. Um, Fickman said in a behind the scenes interview, I don't know who Fickman is, but I'd he's imagine the... he's very highly involved in this movie. Bynes also uh, said she and the other actresses. He's the director. Were... Okay. Bynes also said she and the other actresses were so excited to physically fight each other. The, the gals just were desperate to throw hands. Yeah. I have another bit of casting trivia here. I don't know if you have it, but um, it. producers were originally considering casting this person as Viola's twin brother. If I was to say beautiful soul to you, what would that mean? Jesse McCartney. Jesse McCartney. No, he wouldn't have, it doesn't look like her at all. Well, not according to Fickman. He said, you're trying to find an, act, an actor you can somewhat sell um, that has similar bone structure and a somewhat similar look to Amanda. Jesse had come up for disgu- discussion and we were doing a lot of photo comparisons and then we just got very lucky with James Kirk who ended up playing the race Sebastian. I think yeah. we had a photo of James and a photo of Amanda that we had side by side and we went, oh, we were able to look out with James but I do remember that was definitely a discussion with Jesse. The more I'm like visualizing in my head, the more I kind of get where they're coming from. Yeah. Kind of in the face. Yeah. I think kind of the way they have like their features laid out. Well, who would play who would play your twin brother if they if you were Amanda Bynes in this situation? My twin brother. Who do you think? Look at me now in the camera. Um. Oh, sorry. I just. Closed I don't window. know a lot of men that look like me. Um. You could say I'm not gonna be offended. So you've kind of a roundish face. Yeah. Uh, pale dark hair. Yeah. Maybe like Mark Ruffalo, say- a young Mark Ruffalo. I don't think I really look like Mark Ruffalo, but I would. No, I don't think you. But like same, same bone structure, same coloring. Not, but well, ish. Do we have the same colored eyes? Let's look that up. Mark Ruffalo. I think he might have brown eyes. See, that's where. Yeah, he does. He'd have to wear contacts. But the more I'm looking at him, the more I'm like, I kind of look like him. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, the image of Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> 
it just seems uh, less unbelievable. Now, I'm <laughs> sure you can see that. I'm or no, to... Noah Centino. Centino. Noah Centino. No, he's too sallow. He's too sallow. Who would be? But again, me? I do get the vibe. See, you look so like Ashley Simpson that I feel like Pete Wentz, kind of as well. Pete Wentz. Yeah. All right. I fancy Pete Wentz, so that's a compliment. Actually, let me look up Pete Wentz again so I can just double check that. Pete Wentz. I feel like we have different eyes, me and Pete. Actually, no, sorry. You don't actually look like Pete Wentz at all. No. Nice with that. You have different eyes and mouth. Colouring. You have bigger eyes than he is. Eyes. You would not believe your eyes. Um, Shane, do you have any su- suggestions for Breed? <laughs> Shane does not want in on this. Um, what about, let me look up Sebastian Stan. Sebastian no. Stan is a sexy man. See, in some pictures, he has very different eyes as well. He has a very round head. I don't know. If anyone has any suggestions. Yeah, let me know what male actor I look like. But like, yeah. be kind, please. Yeah, don't be mean. If you're you, have being, be ex- you have to be extremely blocked. nice. They have to be on the same level as Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Um, any more trivia? Um, let me bring it back up. Channing Tatum shoved a tampon applicator up his nose during his audition. Uh, if that's not commitment, I don't must know. Must be sore. I'm not saying that in like yeah, a, I don't know a why gross they think... way because periods are normal, but like must Yeah, but I don't know. Tampons, sh- I don't know. It's a different size hole. Like, um, That's what I'm saying. Like, what if the... Ugh, let's not get into a point. No. Yeah. Um, Amanda Bynes said to wear a muscle suit for it. Oh, for when she was playing Sebastian. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, I have another bit of casting trivia. Go for it. So Jonathan Sadowski, he played Paul. He auditioned for every role in the movie. Paul, who's Paul? The guy, the hairstylist guy. Oh, oh, I'm glad he got in. Which is a gas. He was like, I'll, I'll take whatever you have. Um, do you know the scene, actually, this scene actually made me laugh out loud is when... Amanda Bynes is in the male bathroom, like the co- the shared bathrooms or whatever, um, in the dorms, and the nerd, like the goody two shoes guy, comes in. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know, he's like giving her grief about something, like for doing something wrong in the bathroom or not having shower shoes or something. And then Channing Tatum comes in and like whips his towel off and smacks him in the eye. <laughs> Do you know that scene? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the towel wraps her in his head and whacks him in the eye, and apparently that really happened. It was an accident, but it's so funny. Oh, a classic. That's all the good stuff. Um, yeah. How to do learn. You... Amanda and Channing had to learn soccer for it. Or like yeah, Channing. I always wonder that about these kind of movies. Like, how much soccer do you really need to know? I I think you need to be able to play averagely, like. And she did like one of those big high kicks, didn't she? Yeah. See, the thing with Channing is that he could do all the backflips and all. So it was just a matter of getting him to hit a ball while he did it. Yeah. Um, what would you write this out of 100 popcorns? Maybe 80? Yeah. I just think it. it's like... You'd give it a solid like 70 to 80. It's enjoyable. Like the cast is good. Yeah. And it's not offensive. It's just like. It's not offensive. And it's not like. What's the word? It's like it's not. It's not even beyond it being offensive. As you said, it's not like incredibly cringy. Yeah. There's nothing about it that I was like, oh. Yeah. Even like there's kind of. Yeah, I just, like, I think it's, like, kind of, like, a feel-good, decent movie. Underrated. Before it's time. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say either of those things, but... <laughs> there. Yeah. But I've said it now. Um, Hannah Flint wrote that piece for The Guardian about why She's the Man isn't a bad movie. Do, do we want to hear what she had to say? Yeah. Um... It's so funny that he was called Duke. Um, now, she kind of does acknowledge, of course, both films are very white. She's talking about 10 Things I Hate About You as well. Uh, heteronormative depictions of young love, as were the factory settings for Hollywood high school films at the time, which, again, is fair. 
Um, the latter could certainly have better understood the rules of football. Um, because I think there's a whole thing in about uh, someone being subbed in the second half of that big game at the end. Apparently, that's a rule that it doesn't apply in actual football. I don't know. Uh, Putting someone back on that you've taken off. I think so, yeah. That you can't do it. I don't think so. Yeah, makes sense. Um, she criticises the whole thing of Viola inevitably flashing her tits, which I think is fair. Um, but she says, still, she's the man who manages to deliver an important question of the toxic social norms that dictate how men and women are meant to act or be treated at a time when young women in the media, like Vines and fellow former Disney stars, Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan, were frequently... Uh, being tired by a misogynistic brush. I would say though, Amanda wasn't a Disney star; she was a Nickelodeon star. So. Yeah, get it right. Well, that's why we need sub editors, guys. Um, but yeah, it's good. You can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, uh, sorry, a lot of people ask that. It's uh, there's a decent version on YouTube. It's not really. I don't think it's on any of the streaming platforms at the minute. So even if you want to pay for it, you can't. <laughs> but it was because that because when I went to watch it, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to fucking rent this again from YouTube, but it's free. Like the whole thing yeah. is just there. I don't know how, but we'll leave a link in the Patreon post if you want to watch before you listen or during or after. Um, yeah, and I think that's it for this week. Yeah, what are we so. doing next week? Next week we are doing. Mm, I don't think we know yet. We're off two minds because it depends on how this week's main episode goes. Yeah, we can say, so this week's main episode is Justin Bieber. It's probably already out when you're listening to this. So um, there may be a part two coming to that. Depends on how much we get through. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And if not, it'll be something equally as good. Yeah. If not better. As always. Uh, uh, Yeah. All right. All right. We will see you guys. for supporting us. See you guys next time. Thank you so much as always. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.